Do I have to say my catchphrase again? You've got to say your catchphrase. Oh. It's so played out now, man. It's been three days. Say banana hammock. Banana hammock. There we go. Welcome to our report podcast style thing that we're doing. Can you tell we're tired yet? You didn't think that through, did you? No. <laughs> podcast style report thing coverage of. <laughs> um, it's me, Sean, and I'm here with Greg. Hello. And we are done with EGX 2021. That is a wrap. Have you got not, any not on the podcast? We've got a bit of time yet. Don't go yet. Yeah, no. Stick around. <laughs> we're going to talk about how much we wrapped it up. How would you? How did you find day three? I got on the leaderboard on You Suck at Parking. Did you? Yeah. You really enjoyed that game, I did. Right? I didn't get like first place, but I got third on one of the hard levels. Oh, nice. Yeah. And put my little name up on a post-it note. I put Greg and I put in brackets finger guns. And he went, oh, cool. I've got your email address. I was like, yeah, you do. Because one guy there from, was from Reconnaissance? Renaissance. Renaissance, yeah. Yeah. They're the guys publishing it. Are they? Mm. Oh, there you go. Yes. So, yeah, did right at that. I got a lot more steps in today. Made some PR contacts. Good, good, good. Team 17, which was nice. Yes, Team 17. They had a good show. They did. They had a very good show. It's a very good games as well. Yeah. Including Thymysia, which is the Bloodborne one that everyone kept calling a Dark Souls clone. And they said, no, no, if anything, it's a Bloodborne clone. Because it's faster. And yeah. Lots of, which is good. I'm not complaining. There's no but to that. I really enjoyed it. I could bloody do it though. Did you? Did you? Mean, is this a game that you'll be picking up from home? Uh, I will be. Yes. Nice. We'll be picking up from home. At home. You mean? Will is you it a game I will order when it comes out? Yes. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I've done too much talking, too much walking. It's dark. Is that your heart of the day then? That was. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that one. Um, and then we played more Street Fighter, didn't we? We played more Street Fighter. Street Fighter Five. Yep. Um, Some even games. Yeah, I, I think Greg was letting me win towards the end. Yeah. <laughs> Only having a tantrum and flipping their very nice gaming PCs. Yeah. Um, I did play some Street Fighter 4 later on. They had some at the TikTok booth. Yes, they did. Yeah. And uh, I, I let a kid win. Mm-hmm. Let, let this kid win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's you what look, happened. You look really sincere when you said that. <laughs> My highlight for today is Model Builder Sim. Model Builder Simulator, which is coming out from Moon, no, Moonlit Studio, published by Green Man Gaming. It's a model building simulator, and it's astonishing. Like you, you, you pick a model, you cut it out of the little plastic thing, you put it together on screen, and then you paint it however you want. Sort like a Warhammer prefix type. Yeah, so like pre, like prefix models. Okay. And so. They, they had a competition going on where they had like people painting a steam tank right and I watched this guy play it for a good 10 minutes and we got chatting he was he was from Poland and he was like this game's going to blow up I, I, I tend to agree having had some time on with it it's just so easy to do and I, I made a spitfire and you can basically pick whatever colour there's no like restrictions on colour scheme so I made parts of it gold 
and parts of it pink and wrote finger guns across the wings. Nice. Uh, if you go on Twitter on our Twitter account, it's there now because um, they let me take a picture of it. And also, the, I think they're going to put it in their Discord channel. So if you are in their Discord channel, look out for a pink finger guns plane. Nice. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I, I genuinely can't wait for that to come out. That was, it felt like one of those games I could spend an eternity playing, like Lawnmower Simulator or House Flipper or Which whatever. I still haven't got around to playing. It was the fucking consoles around today. Do you know, I think tomorrow, the only thing we should do... Is go and play Lawn Simulator. Go and play Lawn Simulator. <laughs> it, looks, it looks like the kind of thing to be fun at home, but watching someone play it earlier on, and he was doing it meticulously, which I suppose is the premise of a game, if you hire someone to do your lawn, you want to do it properly and not draw cocks in it, which I probably will do, but this guy was doing it, and it looked like... It looked like... Uh, well, obviously he's playing it properly, but in a, in a con environment, it was just like, wow, he's just really neatly going up that side and he's going back down again uh, but and then I suppose in the console section he's playing it for himself not for other people yeah, yeah. but I was like wow this looks like the boring side of it oh. and you can see the same with Flight Simulator you are, you are trying to find it normally and you have me trying to do the trench run and bouncing off of <laughs> bouncing off of hills the thing with the lawnmower simulator is it's just really gratifying to get to this really overgrown lawn mm. and turn it into this pristine thing and when, Ooh, when baby you... I'm going to trim you <laughs> yeah. it's just one of those games that's like proper tickled to that funny bone for me go and read the review that's on fingergoods.net yeah. right now you pimp thanks pimp nice though. it's nice to get to day three of a podcast and still have my voice thank you posh hotel yeah thank you thank you for being here thank you insulated building <laughs> <laughs> did you play anything else today anything worthwhile um, no I bashed around some retro consoles uh, I, I did play that thingy clash of the metal Oh yeah, the Rise of the Robots one, and yes, that is a very heavy influence. Yeah, and I did play another game on that Formula thingy racing, which yeah. we figured out looks like Virtua Racing. Yes, the old Sega one. Very cool games, both of them. Yes. I think there's some potential in both of them. I think that Formula Racing one, if I don't know who's who's picking it up or publishing it, I know it's out on Steam now. Okay, but it's coming to consoles next year. I don't know if they're self-publishing or whatever, but Pass. Um, yeah, I was. One of those games I could probably get into, and mm. I would very much like. If it's got online multiplayer, I think it would be a, a right laugh to get a stream going. So, I I played an absolute mountain of games. You did. You was do. I. So well, like you're there to work. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I don't find it weird because it's games. You know, like. Yeah. It's it's. There was there was a lot more that wasn't really my kind. A lot more like Sims and point and clicks this yeah. year. I yeah. think that's that's because it's easy, not easy to make, but. Yeah accessible I think one of the things that I think people are going to take away from this conference is that if you're going to come here make sure that your game's got gamepad some kind of controller yeah there's, there's a couple I just didn't want to play because they were mouse and keyboard yeah, there's a ton that, that like there was a couple of kids that were walking around in front of me like in the indie section they were just looking for get any game with a gamepad despite the fact that some of these games did have games pass, gamepad support mm. and people were like, I just there was also a kid that. crying there was no Sony that was quite funny are you kidding yeah Ouch. He, was, he must have been like, teenage words and there's no PlayStation booth. So I was like, someone didn't look at the uh, website before, didn't they? That's really sad. Yeah, for them. I, I feel for them. I feel for I feel for myself. I would have liked to have seen Sony here. This oh, time. yeah, totally. But then, you know, if this is the, the first, then. Oh, yeah. They'll come back strong. I imagine they'll have something at Rez if Rez goes ahead or yeah. they'll have something 
at um, next year's for sure. Yep. Well, they've already announced the date for next year, so that's how confident they are. Yeah, oh, like the big slam on the way out. Yeah, September twenty second, fifth, something like yeah. So yeah, just going run through some of those. So I went back and played. You know the NFTS games that I didn't get to play yesterday. <laughs> I played uh, two more of those that I'd missed. Um, I was gonna. There's one game that I really like the look of called Frame of Mind, but um, there was like a huge queue to play. That's the weird portly type thing. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It looks like super liminal and all that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it looked, you know, very, very artistic, very nice looking game. I kind of wish I'd got some time with it, but there was there was such a crowd around it, and I guess that was because it just did look awesome. So I played a game called Loop Nassar, Loop Nassar, which is a it's like 4D. Rock, paper, scissors, which combines Celtic and African mythologies, <laughs> and I was proper on the, the the demo's got so much like character. As soon as you start, there's like a couple of screens that start to show you the story, and it goes on and on, and then like a different chord font comes up, and it goes right. That's enough of that boring stuff. Let's get on with the crack. And I was like, oh, okay, this game knows it's on the show floor. He doesn't want to bury you in the story or whatever. And then basically you have two characters facing off against one another with four different monsters. And the idea is it, you, you basically basically press any of the face buttons on the controller to do a move against the other player. And they charge and get more powerful over time. But the idea is that you use your moves to stop their power their powers getting too powerful so they can't use them on you. So it's it's like you're you're having to basically use some attacks regularly without letting them charge to stop their powers charging I think you lost me at 4D <laughs> that was a while ago yeah <laughs> it, it's it's really strategic and it took a bit of time to get in used to and I played alongside the developer and she definitely definitely let me win um, yeah we you imagine she's probably very good at it yes she was mm. uh, I, I mean until I'd figured out what I was supposed to do she was crushing me is it like the thing with Star Trek when you have those weird 3D chess things like 3 tier chess games you look at it and go I don't understand that no. you've taken a basic concept and you've made it weird yeah, like if, if, if there wasn't like a pretty in-depth tutorial, I would not have had any clue what to do. Mm. And if you walk up and sit down, you immediately think, oh, I've got to mash these buttons because he's got button presses on yeah, the screen. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, the, the strategy is protecting your powers so that you can charge them up and then use them against the other player. And it was, yeah, interesting. Good design, great art, uh, colourful characters, loads of characters to the demo. But yeah, really good. And then I played Dragon's Breath. Which is like a 3D, uh, I want to say like Skyrim, but it's in third party, in third person, and you control this character who's trying to find a gem, and it was cool, very cool. It was a really great premise, and I genuinely would have played more. <laughs> what? what? I had to laugh because it just reminds me of Turtles Breath. Is when you really need to get fresh yet. <laughs> It's dragons, bro. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's great. I really enjoyed the demo. It, it it got some really great characters, and also it did something that I don't think I've ever seen done in a game before. So, outside of like a handful of games where I've seen this, but at one point you come into a house and you you either find a dead body or you cause the death of this person who then becomes a dead body, and. You, if you walk on it, the other character will wait, will say will like explain on it like, "Hey, don't stand on a dead body." <laughs> and then if you walk back on it again, they're like, "Again, again!" After they've already berated you for it, it's um, 
there's some nice ideas in that, that, that demo. Um, like I say, I definitely would play more. Um, and it, it was a great setup for what I what I hope was like a full game because I would absolutely play it. Uh, I also then went to played best month ever, <sighs> which this game has the most heartbreaking premise of the entire time. Even the one about the dead dogs, Spirit Guardian, this this trumps it with sad premise. Like Edith Finch type sad premise? Oh, I think it's probably worse. Yeah, I won't play it then. No, it's, you're going to make you cry, Greg. Oh, which is rare because I don't have the emotions. That's true. This game is about a parent who wants to give, who wants to give their child the best month ever, but they have a month to live. Oh, no. It's, it's another that direct dragon cancer, isn't it? Well, it's a point and click, so it's not like it's... And it, and it, it looks a hell of a lot more like higher budget and less sim- symbolic oh, than that. More literal. Yeah. Oh, no. It was... The art style's very good. Um, it dealt with some pretty tough subjects straight off. So the, when I first sat down, someone else would be like halfway through the demo and uh, there was like straight away some kind of abusive relationship going on on screen. I was like, uh. I'm going to restart this demo <laughs> see if I can avoid that. Um I'm really interested in playing it because I kind of hope that there is some kind of silver lining and the interactions between the characters what, like are an great. insurance <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Those emotions, man. Turn them back on. <laughs> uh, I then went to play Dinosaur Fossil Hunter, which again I think is going to be... What's that about? Uh, it's about this woman... Uh, <laughs> Called Blara Loft. <laughs> so... <laughs> this this is a game about finding fossils um, from dinosaurs. <laughs> dinosaurs. Wow, they really nailed the uh, oh. li- literal game naming on that one. So, Are you tired, John? I'm knackered. <laughs> I'll be this has been the worst day. <laughs> you said it was the best day. There no, you go. I mean, like you know, you know when you like your day is just so chaotic. Yeah, I think it was it was busier today as well, which felt like we had to do more. Even I say we, you did more. I just walked around a lot. It was it was it's been a fun day. But also, I nearly punched someone in the head. That was fun. You nearly punched someone in the head. I nearly did. He was getting on my nerves. I was looking at the pop finals, and he jumped in my way after I was oh, queuing for a while. Yeah, yeah something about that. You try and politely queue, and you forget you're in London. And people just shove past you, and you think, Ugh. even even nerds do it. Yeah, <sighs> London nerds. London nerds. So this dinosaur, di- dinosaur, <laughs> dinosaur fossil hunter, is about finding fossils, but it's. It's so much, it's got, the production values on it are so much higher than I expected for a game about finding fossils. So you were basically digging them out of the ground then transporting them back to the place where you've got to drop them off. And it was all like, the driving physics were great, you know, the actual picking them out of like a little mini game. And then you had to cut these fossils out of rock with like angle saws and stuff yeah, like that. Cool. And uh, then you got to position them. And it was like... As, as a demo I was, this is pretty this is really in depth and it feels like a concept and I'm sure there's like a dinosaur museum simulator or something but this is like takes that concept and just really goes with it and the production values on it were really high so I imagine it's going to take off then I went on a bit of a visual novel kick and this is where you got all bored and stopped off because I was playing games you're just talking in them so, yeah, it's drop off. I flounced off. Flounced? No, no, I just went, but now. <laughs> <laughs> and I went and played some cerebral action, mindless gaming. 
So the first one is called Read Only Memories Neurodriver, which I believe is the sequel to Read Only Memories 2040, something or other. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's a very cool uh, visual novel where you play as these people who can use this little squid thing to be able to see into people's minds to see aspers and stuff that are messing them up. So you basically go to the, the first job you get is you go to this office and there's a guy who's like, I've forgotten the password to my computer. And they're like, why are we here to solve this? And then they put the squid on them and they see that the there's like the, sc- the screen's got a ghost on it and then they open up a, a, a drawer and there's like a spider in there. And these are all like spirit attacks that have attacked his brain. And you've got to find pieces of his memory to piece together. Sounds kind of interesting. It's, it's much more in depth than I'm making it sound. And the artwork is great. I th- I believe that this is a Toby game written mm. all over it. He does. He likes like Valhalla and that, doesn't he? It's it's a lot like Valhalla. Um, what was the other game that Toby likes that we weren't sure or we we didn't realize that he did? Coffee Talk. Yeah. Coffee Talk Two is here too. Ah, see that for a segue. Oh, I'm so good. I felt like I dislocated my elbow then pointing <laughs> at you. I wonder if the audio is going to pick that up. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it sounds like I'm clicking my finger at him. That was actually my elbow. <laughs> So, <laughs> well, Greg recovers. Violent Segway. Yeah. That's the name of a band right there. Nice. We are Violent Segway. <laughs> one, two, three, four. <laughs> Which leads us to our next song. <laughs> so, Coffee Talk 2. Played that. Um, again, that's just more Coffee Talk. If you like Coffee Talk, you're going to like Coffee Talk episode 2. What's it called? Coffee Talk. <laughs> coffee Talk. Coffee I'm talk, actually drinking talk. coffee as we, as we talk about it. If I say that five Meta! times... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I say that five times in front of a mirror, I'll just like coffee with you. If you say it five times in front of a mirror, we'll actually get some proper coffee in here. They keep giving us decaf. Yeah. Side side note, we get we when we first got it the other day, there was four sachets of coffee. Um, it was too decaf, too normal. So we drank the normal. So the next day they gave us more decaf. <laughs> you think logic dictates that two of each, they drunk two of one kind, we'll give them two of the same kind back. No, they've given us four decaf. And it's like ugh. Do you reckon they're trying to like look after our health? Do you reckon this cleaner's just got our best intentions in heart? Well, they've seen the, the occasional bottle of beer, the cans of Monster, and the, the caffeine, and uh, the, the proper coffee, and gone, ooh. Yeah, these guys are on it. We don't want to wake up and find them. It's like the room's rig with some sort of like bioscanner that's checking our, um, <laughs> checking our health vitals, and it's telling them what to top up. So, Coffee Talk is good. Um, oh, yeah, games. Yeah. Coffee Talk... It's, it's again the same people ask for drinks you talk to them you give them the drink they want um, the characters that I played alongside were good again it's just a re- another really great visual novel then I played one called Frank and Drake which the art style of this game is great it's kind of like a hand drawn thing and stuff in the environment that you can interact with kind of fidgets while you so you you give it like a screen you're not like directed like you are in an old visual novel you've got to like it's it's more point and click but the art style is like it directs you to your attention to bits of the environment that you've got to interact with and the story seems to be based on Frankenstein or Frankenstein's monster and Dracula so Frank and Drake oh is that what it was? I think so when I said it it looked like Luke Cage and Nick Cave yes so Frank is like a... Uh, Why was he black? I don't know. Oh. He, he got some kind of scar on his face too. And he, he, like, he, he like fidgets when he walks. And I didn't really get far enough into the game to figure out what the hell that was. But he's like a, a superintendent of this building. 
and he works during the day, but someone's forcing this other person to come and basically live in his flat, and who's called Drake, and he works during the night. Yeah. So, and basically, you've got like this weird relationship where, like, so Frank was saying, This guy's coming, I've got to go and fix his room, but he didn't get time, so we left him like a post it note on the fridge, and that changed their relationship. So, I think things you do as Frank influences the night time with Drake and then vice versa. So it's like a buddy con with two famous horror monsters. Yeah. But, but modern it, interpretations of. Yeah, it was it was interesting. But I, I don't know if they ever meet because it was like... Shit the night. Yeah, so hmm. things that happen in the, the flat obviously influence. Oh, that's cool. And there was some, there was some like poignant moments. There was like a moment where you, you can basically change where the power outlet is going to and it looks like the neighbours are stealing electricity. Right. But there's a little girl eating some food at the table and you take the electricity out and the lights go out. And it's like, well, do I do put the power on and do my laundry? Or she do I let them... mouth is. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, again, I'm really looking forward to that one. Then I went to play Silt, which is... Uh, Underwater Limbo, isn't it? Yeah. But it's it's got a, one unique... So it's a monochro- monochromatic, like, side-scrolling swimming game where you play as a diver. And this world that you're going through is full of sea creatures. It's very, art, very stylistic in the way that it's been drawn. But the cool thing about it, so it does. I mean, you look at it, you go, "That's limbo, only underwater." And it's not. It's not quite limbo because you can kind of reach out of your body with this light and take a, a, over the sea life to solve puzzles. So at one point, the diver's like trying to push through these vines, and he can't. So you can reach out, take over this piranha-style animal and chew through the vines and then go through with the diver. Seemed cool. I couldn't get past. So there was this part where there's this giant sea monster and every time I popped my head up, it killed me. So I kind of rage quit on the game. Nice. Um, but yeah, I'm interested to play it when it comes out. I think it comes out on PC towards the end of this year or next year, maybe. Uh, then I played Dark Fracture. You see that one? I saw it, I think, but it's not ringing any bells. It's a kind of a 3D uh, horror game, first person. You didn't really understand the story, um, but I think this was like a sample of the game. I don't. It didn't feel at all revolutionary, but it feels like a lot of the other third person, sorry, first person horror games where you're in a place, you've got to pick up items and go and use them, etc. Right. But there was one particularly good section where... I'd, I'd done I think I'd picked up this idol or something and ended up walking through this corridor with arms sticking out of the walls and the audio and everything at this part was really great and I was like okay gotta keep moving forward gotta keep moving forward and then as I got towards the door at the end of the corridor something jumped out of the door and I was like <laughs> the dev was just chuckling to himself nice. um, I still didn't play Tormented Souls we can play that at home Yes. We've got we've got Resident Evil at home, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> the Resident Evil at home in Song of Horror. <laughs> um, what else did I play? I played Chef Tastic, which is a way Chef Tastic. Is that a... no? Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you've spoken to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Saying everyone's them. been pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's like um, Binding of Isaac, but you play as a chef and you're shooting stuff. Proceed like the Binding of Pastry. Yeah, it was cool, frenetic fun. It was um, like a Jules uh, twin, twin stick, stick shooter. Yeah. Uh, it was it was a lot of fun. Looked 
they got a competition going on, I kind of gave up because I think I'd um, there was a lot of people waiting to give uh, the the competition a go, and I felt a bit shady because I think I got up to something like wave eighteen, and the 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 leader was wave twenty one at that point, and I was like. Like the the waves were getting more and more. I was like, "This is taking like ages." Yeah, I got I got sh- I don't even want to cut. I'm gonna leave it in because it's not exactly like a secret. <laughs> I kind of got shuffled in to play that Thymusian because I stood there chatting to the producer, and then because I said about PR for it, and then uh, she with Bex, and she went, "Yeah, yeah come in." I was like, mm, "Sweet, thank you." You know, <laughs> scowls I got from the nerds. I'm like, I'm "Fucking press, bitch." It but, is nice to have this badge. Yeah, it's it's nice when people offer it. You you know you don't walk around like waving it in the wings or like VIP VIP. But it's nice when someone says, oh you know, just jump on. Like, Yay! This, the, you know. So I go back to your wave thing. What was I saying? The game you were playing. Waves. Oh, I'd, I'd finished it anyway. Oh right, sorry. Yeah. Um, the the press badge stuff. There's there's people that use it like as a. They say when they send you press badge, this isn't the way to jump queues and whatever. And it shouldn't be, but you still like the the amount of times I walked past the Baldur's Gate three room, and there was people like, "Hi, I'm Press, can I come in?" And there's like a big queue around the corner. Yeah, that's dickish. And, and they're like, "No, we can't." Like we had an appointment, so it's yeah, like, "Hi, no, we, we, we made got, an we've got like, a press engagement." Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It, This is the. I mean, I, I suppose we, we finished talking about games, don't we? I've got two, one more. Okay, go. On. Uh, <laughs> so the last last game I want to talk about is Inua, a story in ice and time. Very interesting concept. I don't really know where it's going to go, but it, basically you played as this... Inv- no, it wasn't just her, but you play as a, a journalist who's trying to get the story on an, on a ship which has been recovered from, I think it was like, Arctic. And you're basically visiting the people who have recovered this ship. Okay. And every time you click on a piece of the environment, you get like a topic that you can read each person's thoughts with. And that kind of unlocks more conversations. So, at one point, they you've got like tin cans on the top of this ship, and it's like the modern day ship that you're there. You, you are getting on board, and you can click on these tins. And for a lot of the people, you you click on them like, well, I wouldn't want to eat that. And then, but one of them's like, hey, you definitely don't want to touch that because you, the, you might get lead poisoning because of when they were made. Right. And it kind of like. One of the people in the modern day was like a, an Inuit guide, and his that like they dragged up skulls from the bottom of the sh- the ship, and this Inuit got a completely diff- different concept of what this meant for the trip, compared to other people who were on the ship who just wanted to be like one guy just wanted to be in the magazine for this discovery write up yeah. about the ship. But when I, once I've done that one, you basically go back in time and you see it from the ship's perspective that they're recovering. So it's a bit like Return to the Overdin, then. Well, not well, not in a, not in the same art toys, but like that kind of you're looking at the flashbacks of the crew and kind of yeah. Right, okay. But it's any comparison I can think of to that kind of thing. It, it's really hard to explain because it was like digital dioramas that you could like float around. You could like basically change your view of the ship and click on different people. But okay. it wasn't like. You were interacting as a character. It was like you were inspiring these characters' conversations as like a god over the game. Like remember me with its memory changing. Yeah, kind of like that. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's so a, like that's you, back in there. Yeah, so yeah, love that game. Yeah, um, same. But it, yeah, it was a really interesting concept, and and I want to see where that goes because it was it was different. It it felt like you were some kind of like a. Spirit just like visiting each one of these people's brains and 
figuring out what they wanted out of whatever topic that you wanted to put into their brain and it, it felt like there was there was some decent story there to be told so I definitely want to check that one out too cool what were you saying about press pass no no I was just like I, I was talking last night because I met a few people um, from various sites like Gfinity and freelancers from uh, all sorts of realms and just talking about like this is my second big EGX's press and I said it's still humbling I know it's been like a two year difference since the last one um, and obviously res before that was my first press one because the last time I, I met you guys in 2018 you two were press and I wasn't yeah. um, it's just still humbling like to be accepted to come like our coverage and our site and what we do is worthy of yeah you guys can come and cover our event yeah. it may be a different story this time because there are a lot of big people aren't here so maybe there wasn't as many applications but it still stands that like it's still nice but yeah when you see people trying to like schmooze oh did I, did I tell you about the guy that asked me for a press lanyard no I didn't tell you that <laughs> Was that just some guy came up to me? He went, "Oh, mate, where'd you get your press lanyard?" And I went, "Oh, they're upstairs in the press room." And he went, "Oh, cool. Can you get me one?" I went, "If you got a wristband, you can go." And he went, "Yeah, I'm, I'm not press though." <laughs> I went, "Well, then, no, I can't get you a press lanyard." And he went, "Oh, I thought I'd try." I went, "What? What?" I mean, the lanyard I, I think gets he, you nothing, does it? No, <laughs> the lanyard just. Well, people do ask. Like we had the, the lady from the NFT thing. Yeah. She, because that's why I went and summoned you. Because she's like, "Oh, would you mind doing some coverage?" And that's cool in that kind of sense, but it's not like a red carpet treatment where people are like, oh, you're pressed. Let me bow down to you. Please, let me wipe this stool for you. Come and play our game. No. It's still like a humbling thing, but you, like, you're right. There are some people that take it as like a, not a badge of honour, but like a uh, all access, yeah. I am a, I am untouchable kind of thing. Not naming names, but I didn't know any of them. We didn't see any of that. Like anyone I could call out and go, this guy from X is a bellend or anything, but it's still just nice to have the opportunity to come down and cover this kind of stuff. Yeah. And then we get like, I went and thanked the Spellbound ladies for, yeah, you know, for posting out our podcast. Team Sean. What? <laughs> Team, Team Sean. Sean. Yeah, well, I said, yeah, I mean, it was all you playing it. Um, I'm not taking credit for that, but I just well, said like, thank you for, uh, you know, for sharing it out. That means a lot. And then it's just the perpetuating cycle, you know, you share each other's work out and, yeah. that's how you get around these things and like networking and you know for everyone that's been following us off the back of EGX then it's yeah. really nice it's, I mean uh, I think this EGX I mean on paper it shouldn't have been anywhere near as good as previous years I've enjoyed this one as much as yeah. any any of the I, I'd say Rezd Rezd is always my favourite event to go to because you're the indie boy it, yeah it's my kind of stuff yeah you know it's all it's all you know, create unbound creativity without as much polish. I don't, you know, that's that's my kind of stuff. But this year, I feel like this is a lot of what that is. I know there's like, you know, there's obviously the big, you know, uh, what's it called? The big Virgin Media booth with four, four guys. guys. Yeah, that's that was that was big. I know I, I scoffed at it, but that was busy. I suppose if you've got your mates there and you're catching up, like talking to some of the guys last night, they're like, we're not really here for the games. We just want to see our mates that we haven't seen for two years. And it's like, oh yeah, fair. I yeah. suppose if you like Fall Guys and you've got your mates from different aspects coming in, then yeah, fine. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, it was definitely like lacking. There was no like insert coin selling any merch or anything. And the merch was really limited. I even like, it only struck me earlier on that there's no one selling games. You normally no. have some like retro stalls selling like overpriced markups of retro. Yeah. And there yeah. was none of that. There was like some prints and a lot of uh, Funko Pops um, and one t shirt stand. Yeah, was, an ice cream, weirdly enough. The, I, on the way out, I spoke to you. So I bought some of the fudge from High Candy, and um, 
I was saying, like, I, I wonder, I bet you thought, like, based on Thursday, that you would have had a really rough week of it. And he said, do you know what? Because no one else has turned up selling any kind of food. Confectionery. There's, there's ice cream. That's in it, inside the actual hall. Yeah, there's there's that. There's eye candy. And there's uh, the ice cream van, isn't there? Yeah. That's, that's it. Yeah. And a bar with one type of lager. <laughs> Just called lager. Just lager. Can I have a lager, please? Yeah. Which one? The lager. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he said he'd had a really good week. Week, and uh, as I was walking out at what, like what past four, um, he was almost sold out of all his fudge. You're like, how? How we've like, I know that today was busier, but like, if you've done a really good week and there's been no one else to compete in, and I guess what uh, that's the same for the indie developers who. You know, the res zone is right where loads of people come in. Yeah. And today, it has been absolutely rammed. It seems like a weird indictment or, or damning, like a damning sort of thing, saying like, oh, people are only going to res because there's no big games. But that's a good thing because, yeah, they, they, there's, you know, people are flocking. This, instead of people queuing two and a half hours to play the Avengers, which was shit, and, um, you know, things like Doom and Final Fantasy VII, um, you get less time, less queuing time, yeah, and more things to play in the rest. So it's going to work out well for them. Yeah, because instead of you know, in all that time you spend three hours queuing, you haven't missed out on loads of games instead. Yeah, the, I mean, I haven't, I haven't queued more than ten minutes the entire time that I've been here. I can't think of a queue that's been more. Than oh, 10 we had minutes. to wait for a, get on the console, didn't we, for Street Fighter? But that was just. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, that was, um, that was a free for all. Mm. Um, no one was watching that. No. Well, like I said, I mean, the other day when you were in the Street Fighter zone, and do you know what the the tournament that I saw today? I saw the the end of the Street Fighter one and the end of the second. You you saw the end of Street Fighter one, didn't yes, you? Yes, yeah. Great, great, like spectacle that is. Yeah, they always get a big crowd. I'm proper. I'm I'm thinking that esports might be a thing that I start watching. Mm. Based on today's, because I properly got into the end of the the Tekken tournament. It makes me want to play more Tekken again. <laughs> stood there full of fudge just like yes <laughs> kill him go Negan go <laughs> um, so yeah do you want to round up your thoughts on the week I have had a banging time even though the, the running joke is that I don't play many games I just ha- I just enjoy being back and I hope the posit- uh, the feedback from the rest of this weekend from everyone is positive that it encourages well I know they're going to do one next year but like people see that it's coming back and to get involved and not just be oh I'm not going because it won't be very busy and shit like that yeah for every for every tweet that you've seen on the internet that says if you were thinking about EGX don't bother because there's nothing here there are hundreds of people too busy to tweet how, how good they're, the time mm. they're having so you know I'm just glad that events are back personally I've had an absolute banger of a week played a lot of ton like a ton of really great games that I no, we're going to absolutely rinse my wallet for the next 12 months. <laughs> Fingers crossed we'll get some as review codes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's been a great week. And, and we're going to go and hobnob with some more uh, industry types in a bit. Well, you can hob. No, I'll hob, you can not. Oi. Hey. Um, so yeah. Wait, that just sounds like you're whoring me out. <laughs> I am. Oh, all right. <laughs> you, are, you are a network guru. <laughs> um, so yeah, well, thanks very much for listening. Yep. If you um, made, it, has made it as far as all three, well done. Yeah, um, we're going to be a couple of write-ups on the website next week um, about coverage from EGX, so look out for that. And uh, yeah, 
Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye.